0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to the team review for tonight's Newcastle United to Burnley nil match review. Another three points for the Tune Army as we start climbing up the old uh, Premier League table, and five clean sheets in a row now, which is uh, uh, quite acceptable, uh, I do think. Uh, so we go into Wednesday's game, and you know the, the excitement. Is incredible. Uh, We will, of course, be uh, doing our match review or preview for that on Tuesday night uh, ahead of the game. Uh, It is going to be a huge occasion at St James's Park. Uh, Not sure whether I'm going to be there yet, though, because, uh, well, as people know, I have a really bad back at the minute. I am really struggling with it. But if I don't go, I will still will be commentating, and we will still have a great night. Um, that is the, the bonus of being able to do this. Uh, if I can't get to the game, uh, we can still watch it uh, with uh, with my mates and just have a good laugh on the commentary as well. Uh, but anyway, it was a splendid win yesterday, a very good performance, although uh, certain chances not taken. We saw a cracking goal from Miggy, and, of course, a penalty from Alexander Isak. And uh, we march on. Uh, injury worries, though, ahead of the game. We know the Botman is definitely out uh joe linton literally made an appearance for 20 seconds before doing his hamstring uh so we are a little bit worried about that um obviously joe willick is still uh, unsure whether he's going to take part or whether he's going back into training this week uh it's not looking great i have to say callum wilson is also a doubt so injuries are there but you know what We have a squad and I'm sure whoever goes out on that pitch uh, on Wednesday night to represent us will do a fabulous job. Uh, Obviously, before we get into it, guys, uh, please do keep voting for us in the Football Content Awards. Uh, That is going on for about another two weeks, I think, is uh, for the voting. So please, uh, the link is in the description right at the top. Uh, Just keep going in and voting, guys, and see where we end up. Uh, Just click the link, go down to uh, best podcast. You'll see the Premier League there. To a drop-down box. Hit the drop-down box and you'll see the Tune Review in there. Please keep voting for us. Uh, We really do appreciate it. Uh, as usual, if you do enjoy tonight's show, keep those likes coming in. Hit the thumbs up, guys. And, of course, if you're new to the channel and like what you see, uh, come and subscribe. Be part of this incredible community here on the Tune Review and also hit that notification bell, which will let you know when we schedule live shows uh, or we uh, upload any recorded ones. Uh, and also... The ToonReview.co.uk is the website to go if you want all your merchandise. Uh, I will show you some pictures again of the t-shirts later on in the show. Uh, but we've had some fantastic reaction. Lots of orders coming in for hoodies and t-shirts and things like that. Uh, so if you want to go and have a look, that is at The ToonReview.co.uk. Not very difficult. Straight away, you'll find that website. And of course, if you want to donate to the channel tonight, you can by hitting the dollar sign at the bottom of the live. Uh, comments. Uh, that will obviously get your comment read straight out as well. And you can become a member of the Toon Review by hitting the join button just underneath the three of us. We do have a new member. Um, somebody please read that name for me. Vash is
1: the 05.
0: Thank you, Billy. Uh, Alex, do you want to give it a go or do you think Billy's uh, done it? I think a, a, Billy a, nailed it. I think he did. Uh, anyway, uh, I'll call you Vash. Uh, So welcome to Members Club Vash, nice to have you and uh, thank you for your support of the channel. Uh, David Smith who's been uh, celebrating his membership for 16 months, thank you very much David. Uh, Good evening everybody, at least we will now see if Tonali can play with Bruno. Uh, Yes, Uh, right we've got all that out the way, welcome everybody and good evening to Alex and Billy. Uh, How are we feeling today lads, Uh, are, are we feeling good about the win yesterday Alex, we'll start with you.
2: Good about the win, bad about the injury news. So mm. it's two sides to it, really. Um, I think it was a decent performance. I think there were a lot of games last year where we played that we, we played that exact exact game several times last year and came away with a point. Yeah. Um, so it was nice to come away with three points. You know, we missed quite a lot of chances, but still got three points, which is, which is really 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 important that we can grind out results. We need to be able to do that. Um, it would be nice to be a little bit more consistent. Uh, with our XG and with with putting in those high value chances, um, I, I feel like maybe there can be some allowances for that Isak miss based on how awkward it was and his left side and the left foot and trying to scoop it round. I, I get that; it's fine. Uh, it happens. Um, would would be nice to be a little bit more clinical. We had we had a you know we needed a penalty to put it to bed and it, it was a penalty in which Gordon was nowhere near ready to have a shot on goal. It was one of those penalties where you know you get two types of penalties. You bring someone down to prevent a goal. Or it's just something that's happened in the periphery area of the box that was never probably going to result in a goal anyway, but mm. you get a goal for it. Which I don't know. There's a lot of discussion discussion about that penalty rule and however it benefited us. Um, it's just the uh, well, we are we are going to touch uh, we are going to touch on uh, VAR
0: today because um, well, yeah. you know uh, uh, it's. Uh, I know, it, you know, a lot of people have said about, you know, Liverpool had the fair share of good VAR decisions last season. Fair enough. But the majority of fans are looking and saying, yeah, but that could be our team next week suffering uh, from some but of the But it generally is.
2: I, I See, I'm of the opposite opinion to you today, Paul. I don't want to give this too much coverage, just in my opinion, my personal opinion, purely because I feel like it doesn't get the excessive media coverage when it's a different team. It does get excessive media coverage, and it's Man United or Liverpool, yeah. and that's the problem. Yeah, we, like, we are—we're I mean, only, only
0: going to touch on it, but it's not so much VAR; it's about the standard of officiating, Alex. That, that which it goes hand in hand with VAR, but it, we'll come to that a bit oh, later. Oh, I think
1: that's the worst we've seen. That, that yeah. referee had the worst yeah. game I think I've ever seen by any referee in any yeah. standard of football
0: ever. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, but back to the game, Billy, I mean, the penalty incident itself, I mean, uh, it took you two or three times to decide if you thought it was a penalty when we were doing the commentary yesterday. Mm. Um Really? I thought it was stonewall straight away. I don't think it was stonewall. I have I've watched it a few
2: times. I'm yeah, not even bothered. If he Don't the get the ball, me wrong through the man to get the ball. Yeah, he's gone yeah, through the man I first. think that's
0: why the penalty was given. exactly but I think the, the old school football fan will look at that and think well that's just, you know, a good strong tackle. Um but of course when you, the game has changed so much since then and you're not you basically can't do that now. Um it was a brilliant brilliant penalty. Um put away fantastically well by uh, by of course Isak. Um I mean Isaac's performance, Billy, I know you were still quite unsure as the game, you know, when he came off and we were looking back at his performance thinking, you know, is is he looking 100%? I'm not sure he is. He does some
1: fantastic things and he does some, yeah, got the total opposite. It's, it's, it's feast or famine with him. And in front of goal yesterday, I think he should have scored at least one. The goal he actually did, the open goal and he missed before that, his touch was horrendous. He'd have been clean on goal if he'd have, brought it down with the, without the heavy touch. But then to get a second chance and not being able to bend his foot round it, I think he should have scored there. He yeah. looks...
0: I agree with Alex, it was a very funny angle that he had to it try... It was, yeah. He right had to try and bend
1: his foot round. But I yeah. mean, the touch in the first place that took him close to the keeper was pretty poor, I thought. And at mm. times he looks fantastic and at times he just looks... Look, like he ain't arsed, but yeah. you know, he had, a, he had a fair game yesterday. I think he was better than some of the games of this year. Um, mm. He was dangerous all the time. Um, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah he was as, to, as for the penalty... The defender made the mistake in the first place to head it into Gordon's pass, didn't he? And I think he was trying to correct what he'd, what he'd done, yeah, and went through Gordon's. And I'm not even sure he did get the ball even now, mm-hmm. uh, but whether he did or not, it's irrespective. He it to go through the players to get there, so definite penalty.
0: Yeah. Um. By the way, just before we move on, um, Alex has put a comment in here about um what happened with Sheffield Wednesday and that fan with the Bradley Lowry uh or Um, to give credit to Sheffield Wednesday fans, uh, they've raised ten thousand pounds. Uh, for Bradley Lowry's uh, foundation, which I think is fabulous. Uh, it just goes to prove that, you know, the majority of football fans are very, very good people uh, who who come together in times like this. I think it was disgusting what that Chevy Wednesday fan did. Um, we've seen it with our own fan the other day with mentioning uh, Munich and things like that and their disasters. It, it, there's no place in there. for it, it, Football has no place for that kind of stuff. Uh, you will be found out. You will be uh, dealt with by the authorities. Uh, But for the Sheffield Wednesday fans to go on and raise ten grand in such a short space of time for the foundation, I think is absolutely incredible and must be applauded. uh, Because Alex is right, football has no colours for this, uh, for this sort of thing. Uh, What Bradley Lowry went through, but what he did was incredible. The bravery that young lad showed will live forever, uh, not just in Sunderland fans, but in the northeast as well and across football. He he was. He was incredible to go through what he did and do what he did. And his family continue now to raise money uh, for young kids suffering the same sort of illness is absolutely incredible. So I did want to give that a shout out tonight because I think it it, it needs to be addressed and thank you to the Sheffield Wednesday fans and also to Bradley Lowry's family for, you know, that must've hurt them yesterday, seeing that being smacked all over um, social media like that in such a disgraceful way. Uh, And we get to see that today that the Chevy Wednesday fans have responded. So absolutely incredible and uh, a credit to football. Those guys who've uh, raised that kind of money and keep doing what you're doing. um, Bradley's family, because um, we're all with you still simple as that. Uh, So well done. Um, Right. Moving back to the first goal yesterday, Alex, it it was, um, it was incredible, wasn't it? Because, we we dominated that first half. The first ten minutes were a little dodgy from what me and Billy managed to see, but we'll uh, we'll <laughs> scrape over that. Um, there was a couple of errors, but then suddenly Miggy pops up with with a typical Miggy goal. Uh, he cuts inside. I thought he was going to take another touch and come inside a little bit further,
2: but he didn't. He let loose and
0: it was in from the minute it left his boot.
2: Yeah, I think massive credit to to Trippier in the build up to that, um, and 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 not just that goal, but the whole game, the way Trippier conducted himself and positionally, I thought it was very brave because obviously we'd moved Lascelles over to be the right side of 10 half. Yeah. Um, and, and Trippier joins the attack quite well all the time. He's a midfielder essentially. Um, so, you know, we were tasking Lascelles with, with that sort of space Longstaff mm-hmm. was there to, to assist where necessary, which is what, which is very important, but yeah, Trippier, Trippier with a good read with a good tackle. Um, Miggy with some with some good footwork. Um it, it's footwork that you know we we've seen it's it's footwork, we never never really used to see that from Miggy. We, it's something we've seen that's sort of been developed into his game. I think more so since Eddie Howe's been with the club. Um because I don't I don't remember strikes kind of like that under Steve Bruce. Um there, there were there were you know, there were well anyone. It, it was <laughs> I, it, I, yeah, well. even a shot on court might have been nice the Steve Bruce, Alex. <laughs> well, it was more when he first came, it was more about pace and breaking in behind and, and little dinks and things. Whereas, you know, this this wand of a left foot, but it wasn't just about that, it was it was the movement as well to create the space for himself, um, and to to obviously make the defenders and the goalkeeper unsure as to when exactly he was going to hit that. Um, it was just top, top quality, and it was top bins. you're never saving it. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, that that's what we need. That's what we need because you're not going to score all of those. However, if you're consistent with that, you're going to get your team a corner or you're going to get a rebound and, and another attempted effort on goal. Yeah. Um. It, it helps motivation. It helps the crowd. It helps it helps the rest of your team as well. It's important that we get this from him. And Eddie Howe's right in his comments. There's not really many players in the Premier League that play the way Miggy plays. It, he's, when he wants to, he's got that high level of technical ability. A good left foot, but then he's also got that sort of pressing monstrousness to his game as well. So he's quite unique in how he plays. Um, I think that's a, fair, that's a fair assessment. I can't really think of anybody else that plays similar to Miggy. Yeah. Um I'll have a think. I mean, Billy. You know, we, we
0: we did mention in the in the uh, in the commentary yesterday that we were very impressed with Miggy yesterday. Uh, you know, he 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 kept himself in the game, and that's been our complaint for a while now about Miggy. Is that sometimes he just he's there for a few minutes and then he just sort of fades out of the game. But he was in that game all the way through yesterday, and pretty much a dominant first half performance. You know, we 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 controlled the game, and and Miggy was at the heart of a lot of things, and he even put in a good cross on his right foot, which you mentioned.
1: Yeah, he did. Um, I think the reason for that was he was, you know, if he, if he was out of possession, he was chasing that ball down, making tackles. He, I don't know what the stats were. They were pretty good in his favour, though, for ground jewels and things for Almond yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, constantly looking for the ball, getting it, beating his right back. Left, left back, right back. Who would it be? It'd be left back, wouldn't it? And uh, cro- crossing the ball, whether it be inside or outside. The goal was great. Uh, but he contributed loads more as well. One of his best games saw, yesterday, Almond. He's been. Going back to form the past few weeks and yeah, has, yesterday yeah. with the cap on that, um, yeah. whether he plays on Wednesday, I'm not so sure, but he might do.
0: Um Look, I mean, another guy who was was absolutely brilliant yesterday again. Alex was was Anthony Gordon. I mean, the energy this guy has shown, and and he, he, you know, people have mentioned his attitude before. I think he slipped up a little bit with kicking the ball away, which means he misses the West Ham game. Um, You know, it was a little bit petulant, but people have got on his back a lot about an attitude problem last season when he first signed. I'm not seeing that on the pitch, I must admit. All I'm seeing is a guy who is 100% committed to Newcastle United and is playing some fabulous stuff. His link up yesterday again with Anderson and Bruno was was brilliant to watch.
2: Yeah, well, I I know we wanted to move away from energy, but I feel like uh, Beans has been talking about Mickey and Anthony Gordon. I feel like it's it's all about the energy. Um, Eddie Howe mentioned that post post match that we you know Burnley are a good technical side. You know, he paid he paid tribute to to Vincent Company's job there. I I think Burnley are a reasonably good team. They're just lacking a little bit of, you know, I think Billy mentioned them being a bit naive. I think that's a fair, fair, you know, analysis analysis of them. You can see they've got yeah. the they've got some some good structure, but it, it's the it's the energy specifically for those two. Um and Eddie Howe mentioned he, he was interested in seeing what the physical stats were like for Miggy, uh, and I'll give you both of them for Gordon as well. So Miggy was seven out of eight ground jewels, mm-hmm. which again, and he lost one, uh, and Gordon was uh, nine out of thirteen ground jewels. So this is this is just getting stuck in constant pressing. You know th- those are some phenomenal statistics for those two, and it was evident on the pitch. You could see it in the data, and you can see it with your own eyes. You could see there were they were absolute workhorses. Um, and yeah, the, the link-up play with Gordon as well. He's starting to really understand his teammates. Because uh, we mm. were mentioning this maybe three or four weeks ago, a few little flicks and tricks weren't coming off. You know, they, yeah. they weren't quite on the same page. Whereas now it is working a lot better. Uh, especially it's coincided with Bruno playing some better football as well and being a lot. He's playing with a lot more confidence and freedom. Um, but yeah, that. My, I might as well link link that press and energy into Isak as well, and just say that I think I think maybe the technical level of Burnley and them trying to keep as much possession as they could, I think that was one of the reasons Isak was so tired because we had to we had to press phenomenally to just make sure make sure Burnley couldn't couldn't have too much of the ball because I think they wanted it that was the game plan. Uh, that's probably why Isak was so tired. We were we were pressing. Like something else, um, yeah, but know, it's, he it's doesn't t- seem t- to press at it. the
0: same sort of intensity that the other guys do, to be yeah, fair. I, it's, it's, it's a weird one. I mean, I'm happy is, to give is him that the benefit just of the doubt his body that. language? I mean, I, I don't know, you know, is it his body language? I, I, I think he's just done so much up on that pressing much next season, yeah, could be. Um, Indigo figure, uh, arguably Gordon is the most is the most similar player to Miggy. The combo of high speed, stamina and work rate is key to both their games. Uh, I agree with that. Well, what I will also add to that is I think, you know, Gordon is much more two-footed than Miggy is. Um, and I think Miggy is clearly working on his right foot because there was a couple of times yesterday that we have to give him credit for that he did go onto his right foot uh, and attempt a couple of crosses. One. Floated straight at the keeper, but one was pulled back into the box and caused a few problems. So he's definitely trying, Billy, isn't he? We we can see that.
1: Yeah, we used to criticize Ryan Fraser for having just energy, but this is this is energy plus talent, mm-hmm. technical ability. You know, they, they do get to the ball and they do create stuff both sides. They have got final kind of product. So it's, it's it's a lot advanced to what we had when we used to have Ryan Fraser and and to, to an a lesser extent Matt Ritchie on the, on, on the widths. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I thought both, both flanks were fantastic yesterday. Um, and Miggy was unpredictable. He, he, I don't think the fullback knew which way he was going to either. Yeah, attacked here by a muff or something. So yeah,
0: hopefully, they yeah, there's bugs everywhere. It's horrible. It, 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 that's why when the cold weather comes, they'll disappear. Um, there, there is a, a couple of people in the chat wondering why he didn't take Bruno off. Um, uh, look. Uh, <laughs> I think he needed Bruno on, Alex, because, you know, when that game is 1-0, we know that anything in football can happen. And Burnley, th- they did create a couple of chances when it was just 1-0. And I think he wanted to keep Bruno on just to keep that fluidity in midfield because he was having a great game again.
2: Yeah, I completely agree. I think if we'd have taken a few more of those chances and been sort of 3-0 up, he might have made that sort of change. Um, was, Miley, was Miley on the bench? I can't remember. Um it depends who was on the bench. I don't if Miley on was on the bench
0: yesterday,
2: no. So it might, have, it might not have even been a, an option unless he, he brought sort of Hall on and wiggled sort of the structure around. He possibly could have done that, but you know, yeah, you're completely right. We weren't in the lead enough to justify a change of that magnitude. You know, we've got to be careful. We can't can't be making, you know, we can't be making assumptions with these substitutions. And, and yeah, then all absolutely. of a sudden we get, we get, you know, fo- football, especially in the Premier League. I, I know a lot of, you know what, we're not sort of Man United fans. We're not top six fans. We we've been down the bottom of the Premier League recently. We've seen a few seasons in the Championship. We mm-hmm. know what the Premier League is like. It doesn't matter what team you are or how bad you are, you yep. can score two quick fire goals in the Premier League. We've seen it happen. You know, with Lejeune with the double with the double double goals against Everton. It happens. It does happen. And again, we've got to try and mitigate and, and plan against freak goals, wonder goals because they can happen. We've just got to be mm-hmm. so much better. Um, this is why you've got to score more than one. Even though we even though we've been keeping clean sheets, you've got to get more than that because somebody mm-hmm. can hit a wonder strike. You know, these are kids Absolutely. that were selected out of a pool of thousands because they're good. Um and if they're, they're playing for a Premier League team, they are elite. They are in the best 20 clubs in the entire country. Um, any of them is capable of hitting an absolute zinger from 30 yards. It's just they can do that.
0: Burnley's Burnley season won't be defined on the match against us or who they've already played. Burnley's season will be defined on that mini league that they will play down at exactly. the bottom amongst teams that are going to be struggling. And if if they, you know, and, and I'm sure they'll pick results up. I'm, I'm,
2: well, if Luton I'm, can beat Everton, well, Burnley can beat Everton. Burnley
0: can beat Everton, absolutely. Um, but you know what? I hope Burnley do stay But I like Vincent Company, I like the way he's trying to play football. And we noticed that, Billy, didn't we, during commentary that. You Know the Burnleys of old who used to come to St. James's Park were very much long ball hoofed up, but the, to give credit to Burnley, you know, they still kept trying to play football despite the fact that you know we did have the majority of the game yesterday, but they did try.
1: Yeah, I think that's company's mantra, isn't it? You know, play yeah. from the back, Alamance City, um, yeah, play it in a nice way, That's what fans want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've got to get a little bit streetwise, I don't think they're going to get away. Doing that all season because if, no. if they maintain doing that, even against the sides that they should be beating, the yeah. you know the lower the, they're going to get, they're going to get beat. They need to get a little bit mm-hmm. Uh It's a great time for playing football. at the time not to play it. Yeah. I thought the time yesterday they're doing it when they shouldn't have been doing it, and they got caught out. Mm-hmm. The first goal was
0: a perfect example of that. Yeah, uh, Vash, thank you very much for your twenty. Is it rubies? I think, isn't it Indian ruby? Something like that. Uh, but that he's just put another 200 in, so that's 220 altogether. Um, I mean,
2: I, I don't know. I mean, what I'll is that? i type in, but I don't know what the symbol is. It's a... Uh, uh, it's currency anyway. Yeah,
0: uh, but thank you anyway, Vash. uh a <laughs>
2: Lan- Sri Lankan name, so it could S- be Sri Lankan, Lankan
0: Possibly, currency. yeah. Uh, anyway, he's put another 200 in, like I said, he says, hey, guys, I would like to thank you guys for the work you do to the NUFC community uh, and give up-to-date news and shows which help us foreign supporters uh, get even closer to the club. Thank you very much, Vash. Really, really do appreciate it. That's a lovely message. Uh, thank you so much for that. And uh, DK35, thank you for your 9.99 super chat. He says, uh, did you guys see Anderson's goal for Palace uh, would he be a priority position to fill in January, or if we progress in the Champions League and have a decent budget, would you buy elsewhere? I haven't personally seen the goal, so I, I don't know.
1: It's fantastic finish for centre half. Mm. Good lord! But at the right end of the pitch, his, his job was, uh, the, the Palace back four outstanding yesterday, all four of them. Um, yeah, Anderson and well, to together were superb.
2: I think the ship sailed on buying an older centre half. I think oh, if really? we were gonna if we were gonna buy if we were going to buy somebody like Anderson, not that Anderson is old, but obviously he's not a prospect like Bottman was. Um, if, but if we were going to buy a centre-half of that sort of age range, 28 to 32, I think mm. we'd have done it in the window, just gone. I and mean, we've missed yep. that boat now. I think now if we're going to go for another right-sided centre-half, it needs... Because we've still got LaSalle, who is, again, seemingly doing a really good job, competent enough. Fingers crossed that it continues. Uh, but I feel I like thought the next that, center I half has to be another okay, young yeah. one, right?
0: Yeah. I, so he did. Um, indian rupees it is says uh, yeah. vash thank you very much i uh, really appreciate that um martin keon calling for anthony gordon to be picked for the england squad um look as far as i'm concerned he, he has to be in that squad he is he is the best he's playing the best side left-sided football out of all the england players at the minute but again alex it, it boils down to one man and we know that this one man has his favorites and um you know, I'd be very, very surprised if Anthony Gordon is in, but he deserves to be in.
2: Well, I'd rather I'd rather he wasn't because I think well, he's going to need the with, with the yeah. we, we've had injuries, he's had to play a lot more minutes than Anyhow has wanted him to, I and mean, that's that's very, very clear. Um And he's fair, fair play to him; he's not dropped. His energy levels have not dropped at all. Uh, his attitude all the way up until the end of games, past the ninetieth minute, have been exceptional. Um, and he deserves a lot of credit for that. However, yeah. it doesn't matter how how young or how energetic you are. We, when we start getting to mid December, late December, it's gonna start. It's gonna start hurting, um, with, especially the way he plays. Um, I mean, I could be wrong, but. It's, it's some monstrous pressing that that boy does all game long. It's it's, it's magnificent. You know, he, when he first joined us, well, sorry, not when he first joined us. At the start of this season, a lot of people were sort of querying why he was coming off sort of 65 minutes because of the way he plays is absolutely absurd and unnatural. Mm-hmm. It's, it's difficult to do that. He's had to build up his fitness. Now he's at that level. Um, you can't keep doing it forever. We do need a bit of rotation. And I, I think it would be a blessing in disguise if he's not picked for England, um, I think it would be very unfortunate for him. I think he deserves it. But again, I said this the other day, I've got true faith in Southgate's incompetence. Um, yeah, he just won't yeah. pick the good players. And he yeah. could do with a little break. How, how long is the international break going to be for us? 10, 12 days or something for the, for something the players. Better. Yeah. yeah. Um, and okay. that'll be a really good rest for him. He can chill for it. He can have two or three, four days off. and I'm, sure, back to would, I'm club, sure Eddie and... would
0: give him some days off. Definitely. Yeah. Um, But for, for for him, for him, Himself, I think it would be fabulous to get in the England squad, to be honest. Um, anyway, uh, abs makes a good point there as well, Billy. We, we spoke about share before the game and said the importance yeah. of him playing well, uh, with uh, the cells next to him. And mm. the two of them were, were excellent yesterday. I thought, yeah. you know, Jamal gave a ball away maybe twice, but defensively was solid again. And Fabian share just, um, you know, since I think he that Brighton game. Um, I'm sure he had a rocket up his arse after that game. I'm convinced he did. Um, he's never looked back since then, though.
1: No, and especially as he moved to the left-hand side as well, of the centre-backs, he was he was superb. Um, didn't make any difference to him, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought the Sal's the same. I thought, one dodger moment aside, when he, he dallied on the ball and got caught by two Bernie players, Yeah, uh, I thought he was excellent too. So, yeah, the two centre-backs were very solid. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be interesting to see them if they have to play against PSG, mind.
0: Well, it it looks that might have to be. Uh, We will see. Uh, Aditya Joshi, thank you very much. Your first ever super chat on the channel. Uh, Also from India, 100 Indian rupees or rupees. Thank you very much. Uh, So you know there's more fans in India. I am Indian too. Uh, Thank you, Aditya. That is very kind. Uh, We're getting all over the world now, guys. We really are. Um, Now... uh, (laughs) I guess we'll quickly talk about the officiating because the referee at the, who did our game yesterday, I, I, I listen, was it a bad referee in performance? I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't particularly pay him. I don't think we mentioned the referee very much, Billy, uh, as far as I can remember. Um,
1: He's the first ref I've seen this season give a, a foul throw. I've never watched yeah. any of those, and they'll do it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh
2: yeah. There's been tons of foul throws this season because I always point them out and watch alongs. I, I I hate it when players foul throw. It's oh, it mm. does my nothing. But, but yeah, it was a foul throw. I mean, Dan Byrne, you're a fullback who takes throw-ins. Do better. You shouldn't be yeah. getting caught on foul he throws shouldn't. as a professional footballer. But so even if you're so not um, it was that bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's so bad. I feel like there needs to be a forfeit. I feel like in training they all need to throw water balloons at him, or he needs to pay a fine, or if you get foul-throwed as a professional footballer. You've got like coming with clown shoes. Like honestly, it's not good enough. It, it definitely it, deserves. It, a wasn't giggle. there used to
0: be a, a left back for Arsenal who continually got done for foul throws? What was it? Was, was he a Frenchman? I can't
2: remember his name. Um, what? Monreal or No, Monreal. But anyway, he, he I mean, got we're done. Give, we're giving you French Arsenal
0: pullbacks so. six or seven times, I think. In 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 a space of time for, for foul throw it was bizarre um he just couldn't he couldn't throw a football but look i mean Billy are you are you worried about the Premier League officiating i mean I, I, I actually watched um Annie's video yesterday he did a, a vlog for his uh his Bristol City channel and they got a I mean I could not believe that they, they, they were given a or weren't given a stonewall penalty when one of their players was in the box and he just got literally thrown out of the way and no penalty given. It was it was one of the most strangest things I've ever seen. I mean, I've seen comments as well in the chat tonight that you know there's no referees coming through because of the abuse they get, and we've seen that at, at grassroots level as well. But it's terrible at the minute, isn't it? I think it, it, the refereeing in the Premier League is, is is as bad as I've ever seen it right now, and it's been bad over the years, but this is as bad as it gets.
1: They've been saying that about grassroots rest for years. <laughs> it's, it's, it's to stop people gobbing off on a, on a Sunday morning. Yeah. Um, yesterday's referee, for instance, um, thought he was very naive. If you could tell he was inexperienced. I was amazed when he pulled the, the advantage back on Isaac when he was in the penalty box and then brought it back for a free kick that was like 30 seconds earlier. It um, was mental. Couldn't, couldn't understand that at all. It's, it's, it's the people that are operating this, this technology that's the problem. Now, yesterday, I mean, I'm no fan of Liverpool, and I, I do find it hilarious that, for once, they're the victims of it. Mm-hmm. But there's ramifications for it. I've seen a few offsides the past few weeks where no lines have been off that you've seen, and and you think that's offside, and they don't give it. And we've seen it in seasons before. We saw it at Anfield for us last season with, with Izak. Mm-hmm. We saw it at, at Villa Park a couple of seasons ago with Callum Wilson. Yeah. Well, his, his boots and he shot up about three sizes. And made him well, decide. that was
0: incredible. He literally was wearing clown shoes, according to VAR. I mean, they must have been about size twenty-one.
1: So, I hate to go down the road of corruption, but something ain't right about this VAR stuff, especially with the offside decisions. It should be a fact. It should be fact. You know, oh, there is or isn't, uh, mm-hmm. and and they're, and they're, they're putting different lines up, but it's taking forever to decide. Yeah, I think it's time to get rid of it now. Make, let the eyesmen do the decisions. In actual fact, it was the yesterday that shouldn't have flagged. If he hadn't have flagged, they'd have had to got the lines out. Mm. He did flag, and they, they couldn't prove I mean, it, it wasn't.
0: They should have the lines out for everyone, just to be mm. just to be sure. Uh, I just don't understand that. But they pretended
1: they checked it, and they hadn't, which which is the bad the bad bit, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Lynch, thank you very much for your five pound super chat. Much appreciated, buddy. And Basil Brush. Uh, well, thank you very much for 14 months of membership. Uh, thank you. Uh, the ref was Jack's old teacher. Yes, he was.
2: Uh, he was Jack's old teacher. Uh, but um, I don't can I he... mention something about the ref as well? Um, yeah. there's been a lot of uproar about about the ref in our game, um, especially on social media. I think people have got to also take a step back and realise that he let so much go. Which allowed us to play the style we were trying to play. We were able to press, be very aggressive in the tackle. There are a lot of other referees that that normally pull us up every five seconds for those kinds of fouls. But he was letting I appreciate there were some referees, Alex,
0: some arsehole referees would have given a foul on Trippier for that uh, tackle he made leading up to the goal on Ramsey when he tackled them. Exactly. Exactly. So, fouls.
2: So, I completely yeah, I, agree. And th- this is why I'm I'm not too bothered about their refereeing performance. I agree. That doesn't change the fact that there were three or four really poor calls, such as, um, I think fa- I think he, he, he paused the game when an injured Burnley player was not on the pitch, which is technically not in the rules. Well, which is that's, we couldn't understand um, what he stopped the game for. Yeah. So I, I get that. However, people need, to, need some perspective and need to realise that we've had poor refereeing every game this season. So mm-hmm. if we're going to have poor refereeing, I prefer this this kind of if that's even a thing. I don't know I even know what I'm saying anymore. But it was the fact that he was he allowed quite a lot go, so we we could play our style, and he gave us a penalty. So yeah. incidentally we saw know, worse tackles and, and
1: from Burnley plays yesterday than the one that Curtis Jones got sent off for, mm. which in my opinion wasn't a red card.
0: Oh, I don't know, Billy. I've watched that a couple of times. That he watched in slow motion
1: it looks bad, but nah, it's it's he's not trying to do it. I think all the players have said it as well.
0: Well, yeah, I, I can I can understand why he was sent off, though. That's the thing that that. But I mean, it's Liverpool. I don't really care. It's quite funny. Um, yeah, I mean, but if, uh,
1: if Spurs were to beat us to the European Champions League places by a point,
0: well, good point. Yeah, that's that's yeah, good point, Billy.
1: It should it should it should get in everyone's head. It, it yeah. affects us all, not just yeah. Liverpool fans. Well, absolutely,
0: and and that's 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 what I think a lot of people were trying to say on social media last night. Was you know a lot of people were laughing at Liverpool and saying, "Oh, ha ha," you know. But then again. It could be us next week on the wrong end of it, or could be us in the, at the end of the season when it counts, like you've just said, Billy. So yeah, good point, uh, Kieran. Thank you very much, Hector Bellerin. That's who was the uh, the, the Arsenal player who used to the
1: famous well, French uh, right back that was Spanish.
2: The Spanish one. The the Spanish (laughs) right-back, not French left-back. All right.
0: Well, I thought he was French, but he's not French. He's Spanish. Hector Bellerin. Hector Bellerin sounds French. I don't care what you say, but I know he was Spanish. But I just, uh, when I was trying to think of him, I thought he was a French defender, but he wasn't. Hector Bellerin. So there you go. Screw you, Alex. Anyway, um, D-Max is uh, how long before a club gets relegated on a contentious decision? Uh, Uh, Well... So it happened. It, it's already uh, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, uh Villa should have gone down, shouldn't they? And not Bournemouth that season because of a dodgy uh well, technology failed that day, didn't it? So I
1: think.
0: No. So it has happened before. Um now then, uh, Elliot Anderson. We'll touch on him before we move on to the player ratings. Um, I thought Elliot Anderson had his best game in a black and white shirt yesterday, Billy.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I was amazed when they brought him off. He didn't look tired. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought he was absolutely superb. The, the link of play he with, does with Gordon. Just a phenomenal performance. And each game he gets better and better. And I, I don't think he's droppable at the minute. I've got to be honest. Mm-hmm. I think if you're making your first eleven for Newcastle United at the moment, um, OK, Joe Linton's injured, but I'd, I'd play him Wednesday night. Absolutely, I would.
0: 100%. Well, I yeah. mean, who else are we going to play well, I don't think we've
1: got. A... <laughs> Mr. Mr. Tanali would probably want to play there, wouldn't
0: he? Well, I mean, look, Tonali against PSG. Uh, I think. I think. I mean, we'll touch on it more in the in the preview, but I, I do think uh, that we will see uh, Tonali play. I really do. I think it'll be long staff Tonali and Bruno, um, but we'll touch on that when we uh, when we come to it. But Anderson was. Just great to watch. Um, Vash, thank you for another 40 rupees. Uh, Alex, can we have some stats on long staff? Um, I'm sure Alex will work on that. Uh, but of course, Alex, do you expect Anderson? To, could he start against PSG or do you think he will bring Tenali in? Because Anderson was superb yesterday. He really was.
2: Who have we got after the PSG game? West Ham? West Ham on the Sunday, yeah. On the sun, so Wednesday, Sunday, PSG Wednesday, West Ham, Sunday. Mm, possibly Tonali, I think he might go with on Wednesday. Um, may- maybe he's under the impression of Anderson's probably going to be more useful in Premier League games at the moment, and tonali has got Champions League experience. I think he might lean into that kind of decision making and that if that makes sense that style of thinking that Tanali's, you know been under that sort of pressure the national team with Champions League nights it's not going to phase him quite as much i, th- and, I and i think Tonali's actually been playing quite well well since, since that first half with man city um i think he's looked a lot better
0: yeah. uh, i don't
2: think there's a, there's an issue at the moment i think he's he, he's moving a little bit better he's a little bit cleaner quicker with his passing uh, it didn't quite come off with some of the things he was trying to do to the towards the end of that Burnley game, but I don't think he was meant to come on. I think he was meant to stay on the bench, um, and be safe for Wednesday. Uh, and I think that's one of the reasons why we didn't see him come on. Well, as the original plan, he, he had to come on because Joe, yeah, Hinton I had agree. To go off. He had no choice uh, so but to th- bring him on. Yeah, I think that I think that kind of almost proved almost proved that, that he, it's going to be Tenali on Wednesday. Mm. Um, Unless it's a curveball and it's Anderson, but I think Anderson's at this point is going to be more of a Premier League player than, than sort of, than for the Champions League. I think it just makes more sense. I think that's how they're going to think about it in, in the, in the coaches' minds as well, potentially. Yeah.
0: Uh, Spike, yes, I did. Uh, thank you very much, matey. Um, we'll be giving them away during the week. So um, Spike's just provided me with two brilliant Bobby Robson photos with his autograph and stuff framed. So um, absolutely fabulous stuff from uh, Spike again. Uh, So thank you very much, Bud. Um, Guys, I don't know whether you saw this yesterday, but um, the game involving Ajax yesterday, and I don't know how this panned out, uh, but the goalkeeper got injured pretty badly. And the, the players... Did what they did with uh, Ericsson and obviously made a circle around the the goalkeeper at the time of treatment, um, and a lot of the players were clearly devastated. Were, it was awful, but I didn't. I haven't seen. I've just been reading about it, but I don't know how it's how it sort of panned out no. um, because the goalkeeper, I think, had a suspected broken neck. No. Um, but I'm gonna have to look into that because it, it happened in the Divisi yesterday. Um, Or Sean's just saying goalkeeper is fine, he's recovering. Okay, Um, that's good news because uh, from what I was reading, a lot of the players were actually inconsolable uh, because it it just looked so, so serious. Um, You never want to see that kind of thing in in, in football. Uh, Apparently, Sean says he can't remember what happened. Uh, The goalkeeper, he just does not know what happened. But it's good that he's recovering. Um, Thank God for that Uh, because, uh, yeah. Um, and yes, God bless the folk of New York. Terrible floods going on over there as well. I mean, mm. we're seeing some awful stuff going on right now. It really is. Um, the game was abandoned, says uh, the rough year. yeah Yeah, um, I would imagine it would have been. Uh, right, it is time now for the play rating. So as usual, guys uh, that are watching, please take part. Do you agree with us? Do you not? Um, we, will, uh, we will go through them. Uh, so we will start off with His Holiness Nick Pope,
2: Alex. Yeah, um, it was a, it was a decent game. Obviously, we've not really mentioned, and I forgot to mention this in the podcast um, on Patreon about obviously it's, it's his ex team. It's the first time he's mm-hmm. played against Burnley since he left, which is which is quite interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a few good saves. Passing again was very very tidy. Nineteen out of twenty-one passes, so a ninety percent passing accuracy is really really clean. One out of three long balls. So there's the two that he, yeah. So yeah, the two he misplaced were two long ball attempts, which mm-hmm. you know. Uh, obviously going to be way more inaccurate. Uh, just really, really solid. Um, it had to be switched on, but that's what we need. We need, we need him confident because um, he's going to be one of those goalkeepers that like the AC Milan game, he's going to need to be switched on and his goal gets peppered. But then he's going to have other games, similarly to like the Leicester game last year, where he's not challenged at all. And then he needs to make sure he's switched on. He does yeah. seem to be able to do both as long as he's in a, a bit of spell of confidence, which he is at the moment. So um I don't know, it's always difficult to rate them when, when this happens. I'll I'll go with an eight because I'm happy with the better sort of passing percentage. I feel like that needs to be credited somewhat. I'll go for an eight. Yeah. Billy.
1: Yeah, he saved us really early doors, didn't he, with the with, with the Dan Burn slip that ended up with a shot on goal that he got yeah. his leg to. I don't think I've ever seen a goalkeeper save as much with his limbs that are his hands or his arms. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, he's, he's fantastic at it and it's an art. You know, it's not it's not lucky. He's doing it on purpose. Absolutely. I he mean, makes himself as big people as used he can. to
0: rave him up to here, Billy.
1: Yeah, he's making himself as big as he can and he's stopping, stopping the ball from getting past him and it was a great save. Mm-hmm. Uh, his kicking was fine yesterday. I don't think but people are criticising his kicking. I don't think it was that bad yesterday at all. Um, no, I don't.
0: I thought he was a lot better yesterday.
1: Sweeper keeping was pretty good too.
0: Well, he's only uh, missed
2: two, so I don't know I don't know how they can possibly yeah. say it wasn't very good. Does not make exactly. sense? So I'm going to give him a nine.
0: Yeah, I'm going with a nine as well. Um, I thought there was a couple of times he came out, uh, used his head. <coughs> excuse me, uh, used his head, um, p- particularly long clearances from Trafford. Uh, there was a couple of times he came out and he did okay. And uh, obviously, uh, he was more solid yesterday. Uh, not a lot to do, but it's it's vital that, like Alex says, he keeps his concentration in games like that, where he's going to spend a lot of the game just watching us uh, on the attack. So, yeah, I'll go with a nine. Uh, Kieran, trip you, Billy?
1: I'll give him a ten. I thought it was absolutely phenomenal. Like yet again, it's week in, week out, game in, game out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he's just inspirational. Didn't have the captain's armband yesterday, but he was captain everything. But officially, one mm-hmm. um, defensively solid, got us on the front foot, as always, assist as well. Yeah, you know, and they and they tried to hurt him yesterday, but I think there's a definite plan to integrate him yesterday because he got late tackled on three or four occasions, some bad mm-hmm. ones, ankles, slides, and things like that. Just an inspirational, fantastic captain. All they want
0: yesterday, but ten out of ten for me again. Yeah, ten for me as well. I, I, I echo everything Billy's just said. Um, He's just he's he's at the top of his game, uh, and a thirty-three year old. He is just immense. He is just immense, right at the top of his game. And um, I just I think he's superb. He, you know, it, 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 Riptide there just said sometimes we forget he's thirty-three because he plays like he's twenty-three. Uh He's just got incredible engine. So ten for me, Alex.
2: Yeah, he deserves a 10. Uh, I'm just looking at some of the stats here. Absolutely bonkers. So only 73 out of 90 passes, which is an 81% percentage. But when you factor in the amount of crosses and long balls he's attempted, Mm. um, most of the missed passes are due to him trying crosses and and crazy long balls and switches and things like that, which we want him trying. We're absolutely fine if they're they're not going to hit every time. Absolutely, Mm -hmm. just no problem at all. Uh, Again, 122 touches. Just give the ball to Kieran. Let him do whatever he wants with it. That's basically the plan there. Obviously, I mentioned at the start of the show a little bit of a change in defensive shape with Lascelles. So, you know, there might have been there might have been a scenario in which Trippier was maybe less confident in going forward because Lascelles is there. It's not quite the same shape. But there was none of that. There was full communication. Lascelles showed a bit of confidence, which is great to see. Trippier Mm -hmm. did his job really well. Five key passes. Again, he's outrageous. Um, the jewels again, outrageous. Eight out of 11 ground jewels, and he won his only uh, only aerial duel. I mean, he never loses in the air, considering he's not particularly tall. He never loses when he jumps. It's, I've said this um,
0: before. His timing is impeccable for jumping. It's, t- for it's just
2: class. Yeah it's, yeah, it's timing. It's just skill. And then, as Billy said, to back it up, was fouled four times. Yeah, they were trying to hurt him, but it got us some free kicks, and he got his assist as well. And he passed the, the armbands to, to Lascelles and still put a a, lead, a leader's performance in like that. It's just... I mean, 10. I don't know how we could give him any less than a 10. It's magnificent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, George says, Paul, did you feel a late fitness test yesterday? Me and Ann missed the crack. See you at PSG? Question mark. Um, Yeah, it is a question mark, George, up until this moment because uh, uh, it looks like another late fitness test. Um, I'm desperate to be at that game, but um, I have to... I have to watch myself. I really do, um, and obviously, George, you know the reasons why. So um, that's not a secret. I, I, I have to be careful. Um, and if I, if I'm not, if it's still as bad as it is now, then uh, I'll be commentating rather than be at the match. But uh, hopefully, um, I can get in to see bloody doctor would would help. Um, but until then, I'll uh, I'll keep doing the exercises and stuff that I know that I've got to do, and then we'll see how it goes. Um, I'm praying I'm there. I truly am. Uh, I've seen Mr. Gallant mentioned a few times in the chat. I don't know why. Um, uh, I've seen one before saying it looks like he's forgot that we're actually playing this week. Um, Okay. Uh, I haven't haven't seen anything. Uh, Across to Dan Byrne. Um, I'm giving Dan Byrne a nine for yesterday, you know. Um, I thought, yeah, the, the, the mistake he made. Don't look at me like that, Alex. Right? Because... I'm saying, you know, he made that mistake in the first 10 minutes. He didn't let it get to him. And I thought he did brilliantly the rest of the game. I thought his defending was fine. He was overlapping numerous times, Billy, which we mentioned in commentary. And I just thought he was a lot better. And, you know, for for all the hammer I've given Dan Byrne this season, I think the last few games he's played, he's been excellent. So I'm giving him a nine. Billy.
1: He started very shaky, didn't he? Um, mm-hmm. Did it add a bit of a Steven Gerrard moment. He did um, but after that I thought it was okay um, I think he benefits from having Anthony Gordon in front of him definitely mm-hmm. you know Anthony Gordon stretches teams and he, he can get alongside him however long it takes him to get there but he does it I don't I think nine's a bit a bit generous, so I'm going to give him an eight
0: listen. I don't I don't mind you giving him an eight, Billy. If you think nine's generous, that's fine. But considering the shit I've given him this season, well, yeah, I, I, oh, I, I have to praise him when it's when I think it's due. And a lot of people are saying it wasn't a mistake, it was a slip. Um, you know, so it was like a Gerard moment, so it wasn't exactly his fault. He just slipped. But I thought he was sound the rest of the game. I really was. Right, come on then. Here he comes. Get your stakes and <laughs>
2: emojis at the ready, guys. I'm gonna give him a seven. I, I think there was a, there were a couple of occasions. It wasn't just a slip. He also left. He also made a mistake earlier on as well um, that left space in behind. So it was it was a poor opening ten minutes for him. Positionally, he it was careless on the ball. Um, passing accuracy again, seventy eight percent. I, I want to see cleaner passing. You know, we need an outlet. Joe Willock used to be so good at receiving the ball from him. Uh, it's it's harder to try and get it to people on that left side now. I, I do want to see some tidier passes because against a, a better team, that is, is where we've been getting punished. Um, it's just how it is. However, that being said, he gets as high as a seven from me because seven, uh, what was it? Seven out of nine aerial jewels. So he, he, he got his head on everything where necessary. Although I don't know how he lost twice. I'm not quite sure how you beat Dan Burn in the air. So well done, whoever those two were. Um, and yeah, there wasn't much else. It was a bit of structure there. He was careful for the rest of the game. He was solid. So I think he deserves a seven. I, th- I think the-, the defensive competency drags it up as high as oh, a seven. Yeah. And but the foul I throw. I can't that give him. Dragged him down a point. I'm going to go exactly. seven Exactly. Well. So the-, the-, the foul throw, shaky early 10 minutes and the passes. That's the like both of you, right? Higher than a seven. You, you have um,
0: both given me so much hammer sometimes for player ratings. Seven's and, a good uh, score. Seven is bollocks. Is he was score. better than a seven yesterday, right? Uh, and I agree with abs. Defensively, he was great. He won a lot of headers. He overlapped, which we've been criticizing him for so much, yet he did I it agree yesterday. With all of that, and you I agree. still stick with the seven. I, oh, I agree with you, so... you both need
2: hit over the head with a rather large frying pan. <laughs> and, and you can't uh, ignore the negatives. We've got to. I, I agree with you with all of those positives. He did all of those things well. Completely agree with you. But you yeah. can't just ignore them. things. That's like, what that's I say. What we're here to that talk about.
0: Meh, when... we're moving on. Um, <laughs> Roujan says, Paul, you need to do the watch along because every time this season you've done the watch along for home games, we've won. Um, yes, but uh, well, I mean, look, I love doing. I I love doing, I, the, doing the commentary with Billy. I think you know me and Billy really enjoy it. We have a um, we have a, a good laugh, um, and it's it, it's brilliant. But would I, without any disrespect to Billy, would I rather be in me seat at the stadium for PSG? absolutely i would uh and i think billy knows that and alex knows that but if, if i can't then that's the next best thing for me sitting watching the game with uh with with me mate and then commentating on it it doesn't get any better than that so yeah uh we'll see how it goes um right what we're going to do tonight is we're going to vote the centre-backs at the same time so um we are going to get both your uh, votes for centre-back so uh, alex we'll start with you for fabian share and jamal lascelles uh
2: i think they both deserve eight maybe maybe a tiny bit more i think maybe they didn't quite have enough to do to get nines um i think share share maybe a nine 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 for share Eight for LaSalle's. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not underscoring cells, but it's just purely he, he wasn't tasked with as much. But again, um, passes when necessary were decent. He seems confident enough now. Um, defensive display was really, really solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, off, off side trap, the line, the tracking, the positioning was all really, really good. Obviously been working super hard in training. It's there to mm-hmm. see. Cher uh, obviously got moved to an unnatural position for him. Did really well, all things considered. Passes really tidy. Eight accurate long balls again, which I think is why I'm going to push him up to a nine, just because he was, yeah. you know, nice few flat long ball passes as well, a few switches. It was really nice and tidy. Um, so nine share eight LaSalle. Uh
0: Yeah, I'm exactly the same. I've gone eight for Lascelles, nine for, for Fabian share. Um, Billy, I know you're nodding your head as well. So is, is that the same for you for pretty much what Alex has said?
1: I would have given a nine had it not been for that little right. level when, he, when he'd had it on the ball. Um, yeah. I don't recall share making a mistake at all. Shares shares mm. pushing ten for me, but he's I'm going to give him a nine, and
0: it's all, mate. Uh, Davy T is asking King Hoddle, of course, our resident Spurs fan. Do you do Spurs have an equivalent Paul Billion Alex? Ooh, I think it would take a lot to uh, to have to to replicate us three. I tell you, uh, right. Uh, we're just going to take a little pause in the player ratings to uh, show you what's now available on the website, guys. Um. Uh, we did announce this during the, the, the watch along. The website is back up. We have uh, everything in on the website to sell as well. All new stuff as well as the old stuff like mugs, et cetera. They're all still there. Uh, but we now have some T-shirts. Uh, I'll just quickly run through them here. That is one of them, of course, which was on the front of the uh, Wembley shirts. Uh, We're going to rise. That's another one. Um, also, we have not in the nose. Uh, people have been asking for them. So uh, get your orders in for them. Uh, and of course, hashtag the tune review underneath the writing. Uh, then we've got we've got Billy in the middle uh, with his uh, vest top, as uh, Billy sometimes looks when he's at the gym. Uh, with hashtag TTR underneath, uh, we've also got I love stats, which is the Alex one. Uh, so if you want an I love stats T-shirt, get yourself on the website. Uh, then we have the uh, just the standard tune review logo T-shirt, uh, which is also in black, and we also have the rise T-shirt in black as well.
1: Uh, must be an order coming through. Uh,
0: must be, yeah. Hello. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the main thing is the hoodies are now available, guys. Uh, the black hoodies with the logo and the Tune Review written down the arm, they are now available on the website as well. So all you need to do is go to thetoonreview.co.uk, uh, click on the catalogue bit in the menu at the top, and that will bring you to all the collections that we have, T-shirts, mugs, hoodies, uh, novelty things as well. Uh, so there's a loads of stuff on there. Get yourself over to thetoonreview.co.uk and uh, get something to represent your favourite channel. Uh, right, we'll move into the midfield now for the uh, player ratings and we'll start off with uh, Bruno.
2: Alex. Uh, Yeah, I think one of his best games for us uh, in terms of just complete performance. It it was defensively solid, a little bit more leadership and taking a bit of control as well, which was really nice because obviously you've got Anderson next to him. Um, Five key passes, same as Trippier. The weight of pass sometimes was just outrageous. It was world-class, you know. Some of those passes, if De Bruyne makes it, they replay it 38 times. And it was Bruno doing it, who was a holding midfielder. Theoretically, just just absurd, just absolutely absurd. Eight out of twelve ground jewels. Yeah. Um, he's just got it all. He's got it all. When I look up and down the statistics, he's doing stuff that a winger does. He's doing stuff that an attacking midfielder does. He does stuff that a defensive midfielder does, and he does it all with flair, with a smile mm. on his face, and he works. Dude, hard. Dave's just said um, as well, Alex. That that chest pass to uh, to trip here. Oh, it was magnificent. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason the club reposted the clip of it. It's just outrageous. Yeah. It's just. Yeah it's it's just again it's it's the beautiful game isn't it it's what it's mm. what you see you know if you if you visit any of these south american countries and all, and all the lads are yeah, out practicing absolutely. football on the beach and stuff like that it's just yeah it's just that it, it's he's a 10 absolute 10 if if we can get if we can get not even 90% of that version of bruno turn up on wednesday night then that gives me a lot more confidence
0: yeah billy he's back without a shadow of a doubt isn't he yeah
1: he's one of those players that we used to Used to call uh, worthy admission fee alone when he's on mm-hmm. form like that yesterday, and mm-hmm. he's been like it the past three or four weeks. To be honest, um, there was a bit of discontent amongst the fans when the erroneous thing came out about him having barbecues and discussing Barcelona moves, and he took that to heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a bit sh- shaky for one game, but even well, then, I think
0: that it. message he gave at Sheffield United, Billy, when he scored, uh, "I'm effing staying, right. uh, was was a message to all those people.
1: Indeed, indeed, and he's been fantastic the past three or four weeks. And he's mm-hmm. been scoring 10s and no reason why not attend yesterday. Great yeah. performance, really good. And just some of the stuff he does makes it, takes it by the way, doesn't it? You know, you just don't think it's possible. The yeah, and
0: uh, the, 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 there is rumours going around that his contract is going to be announced within the next couple of days as well. So it'd be nice yeah. if they could get that announced and done before the, the PSG game, to be honest. Um, Stiff uh it's no coincidence that Bruno's been on fire since Longstaff came back. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I mean, Billy, you made that point, didn't you? When Longstaff came back and Longstaff's got better over the games that he's played as well. It's a slow start for some players, but they've gradually got there again. Uh, 10 for Bruno for me as well for exactly what these guys have said. Um, And, uh, you know... I know we were a bit critical of Bruno at the start of the season, said, look, he's had a slow start, which he did. There's no way you can say Bruno's playing now, like he did at the start of the season. It's chalk and cheese. This is the Bruno we know and love, and the ability that he's got, and how he plays the game of football is just incredible. And I thought he was absolutely superb yesterday. So 10 for me, and I'm so glad he's back. Uh, Right, we'll move on to Sean Longstaff. Billy.
1: I'll give him a 10 as well. I thought he was absolutely phenomenal. Um, Technical as well. The crossing for Anderson's header, the, the running he made to get oh, there Bradley, in the first yeah, place. Brilliant, yeah. And he's dovetailing he's with, with Bruno. He's the glue that holds it all together. We saw mm-hmm. last season when he was out, the game against Aston Villa, a point in question. Mm-hmm. We just dominating midfield. We don't get dominating midfield when Sean Longstaff's playing. And him doing that allows Bruno to play the way he, he can. Um, he's absolutely the glue to all of it. It's a very bit. good
0: point you make, actually, Billy. We don't get dominated when Longstaff's in there. And I think, you know, the, the way he plays the game now, he's just got... he's. Again, he's another guy, very slow start of the season. And, and for whatever reason, we'll never find out that. But now is a very, very different animal. And he's he's up to full fitness. He's up to full floor, And he is bombing it. Uh, it just fabulous. So I'm going to give him a 10 as well. I thought he was superb yesterday. Alex?
2: Yeah, I mean, I was thinking about giving, giving him a nine purely because I thought he dropped off Maybe not dropped off, but he is it he wasn't quite at the same he level. Definitely, in the final he definitely 20, 25 tired. minutes. Yeah. Yeah. However, I do I do feel like I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna give him a 10 for this. Mm-hmm. And for Baz Down under who's just said, but he's not technical enough. Absolute nonsense, mate. I'm afraid. I love you, but nonsense. That we game don't need is the it. most technical We're on I've it. ever it, seen him. Um,
0: but we do need players. Everybody doesn't need technical players in the whole eleven. You've got your technical players, then you've got your your
2: other players, your ball winners, your physical players. Simple as that, Alex. Mm, yeah, but I mean, if we if we want to win everything, which we've said we want to do, we're going to have to eventually be in a position where we've got people that can do everything. Like Rodri is that guy, right? Mm. Y- eventually, you've got to have everybody in the. And we're not there. Yeah, we're not winning Champions League leagues yet. Obviously, it's, it's a five to ten year thing. Amanda said this. It's, it's going to be a whole. Project. By the way, uh, Bas was
0: being sarcastic, Alex. Uh, d- d- by the uh, yeah, no, no, people, no, what, funny what funny. people have said it's at the start funny. of the season, yeah
2: but obviously that game is the most technical I've ever seen him that that pass the weight of pass I can't even remember who it was to now was it to miggy or was it to isak and it, it just it just slowly just bent round bent round the defender just did enough weight on the pass just to get to isak i think it was so but the again seven ball recoveries as well he did exactly what what longstaff does best with the technical ability and people somebody asked for stats earlier. i mean we've got to give it to him Um, I mean, that ball in for
0: Elliot Anderson was just incredible. On the sprint. On the sprint. On the sprint. Yeah, absolutely.
2: Exactly. I mean that he's accumulated 0.39 expected assists. I feel like some of that or all of that most likely will go towards that Anderson chance. Mm -hmm. Um, He absolutely bombed it down the right wing to put in that cross and that the, the cross was absolutely delicious as well. The weight, the weight of the weight of it there. He absolutely hung it up in the air. It was, it was magnificent. Um, one key pass as well, which presumably was that, um, or, or it was even that the floated one around. Uh, there was one more thing I was going to say as well, and I've forgotten what it was. What was it? The stats? I can't remember. I'm sure. We well, it, it was just the combination of the technical ability. Um, Oh, yeah, it was about shots as well. He did have a couple of shots on goal. Um, obviously, didn't didn't get anything from it, but again, it was more of an all-round performance. He was chipping in with crosses, with more long balls, um, with, with a key pass. It, it's just a little bit. That's what we needed. We just we just need long staff with a little bit of pizzazz on it. That mm. was it. That was what we were looking for. I understand it's it's very difficult for people to play. To sort of, I think I feel like somebody mentioned this in the chat earlier. That Dan Byrne has to raise his levels to match the rest of the team. I agree with that. However, I think with Longstaff, I don't think it's yet decided whether that's the case. Is he raising his level or is he still young enough and, and hungry enough that he can learn these permanently? Maybe. Is it, is it going to have to raise his level or can he just learn? He's, he's training with really gifted players now. He's trusted. He's learning. He's got a good coaching team around him. Mm. Can he just improve? Maybe. Maybe we can get a lot more out of Longstaff. than why we knows. think. Um, he's he's yeah. not our
1: best player. He's not our best player by any shadow of imagination. But he's possibly our most important player.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, King Hoddle says you were going to say how good Undoggy is, Alex. Uh, by the way, can I just state that 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 first yellow card that uh, Jota got That's yesterday it. was a joke. Undoggy uh, tripped himself. He tripped over himself, and Jota got a yellow card. How in God's earth do you get a yellow card for uh, the, the opposition player tripping himself? And it wasn't even. A difficult decision. It was blatant. And was, was about cards, a yard in front of Jota. At that point, he was putting out yellow cards for every tackle. Oh, he was going. Uh, just incredible. Anyway, let's move on to uh, Elliot Anderson. And again, uh, I thought Elliot was a ten yesterday. Um, and I'm not even dropping him a point for the missed header because he did everything properly. He tried to put the header back the other way from where the keeper was coming from, and I thought the keeper made a fabulous save uh, with his with his leg. Elliot's link up play with especially up with Bruno and, and with, uh, with with Gordon, I thought was excellent. You know, Gordon come inside, Elliott would go left, and I just thought it's just starting to really gel between those players. So I thought Anderson was superb yesterday. So I get I'm giving him a 10.
2: Alex. Uh I'm gonna give him a nine. Boo! However, I did think it was one of his best performances. Um I, I want to draw particular attention to that shot he had where he managed to. Dink the ball around with his feet, very, very technical footwork there to get around yeah. two players to get the shot away, yeah, which is not something we would normally associate with a you know that mm-hmm. sort of dogged midfielder from the northeast. You normally don't get that. There's a yeah. reason they've called him the Geordie Maradona, is because he's got that technical quality. Um, you know, we talk about Longstaff is hopefully gaining a bit more. Anderson's got it already, whatever it is, he's got it straight away. You can see it there with the footwork. Um, he's almost better when he's got less time to think. Because he's very, very instinctive footballer. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm maybe not the ten purely for five out of eleven ground duels. I think sometimes he can be maybe naive's the wrong word, but sometimes he forces himself into a duel and then he will mm-hmm. lose it. When I think maybe you, you know, you didn't need to take that player on. You could have gone around or or passed it. Which and he backs experience. himself to win every. Yeah. Exactly, and he, he backs himself to win every duel, and he's mm-hmm. not winning every duel. He's winning about half of them. Um, I think he's trying to and he mentioned this in his recent interview he's trying to take a lot of inspiration from Joe Linton which fair enough if you're going to try and copy someone's position Joe Linton's a good person to try and learn from absolutely Um, but yeah I'll give him a nine I think it was really really good from him Uh, Clarky says hey Undoggy definitely got
0: tripped Undoggy caught am I missing something here
1: no Undoggy caught um, Jotter's knee Jotter didn't put a challenge in and then tripped himself after he caught his knee Um, so it was definitely not a yellow card absolutely not Absolutely,
0: not. anyway. And earlier, Anderson Billy,
1: yeah. I think I'll give him a 10. I think being fair to mark him less than the rest of the midfield because he contributed to that, uh, technically, he's fantastic. He's a real star in the making, yeah. I, I, as I said earlier, I, I just don't I think he's untouchable at the minute. He's you
0: got know. to be involved more now, hasn't he? He's, 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 yeah, made, that, he's, he's made that point 100%. to be involved more rather than uh on the bench. No, it's two, uh,
1: he's done that, Sheffield United yeah. In the midfield. Okay, it's a crap, a position. Or media or whatever I want to describe mm. it, but he's been fantastic in both games,
0: so yeah. Yeah. Uh right. Uh we will move on to the front three now and we'll start off with uh with Anthony Gordon. Um I mean, after what do you say about Gordon yesterday? Just superb again. Um are we going with tens, guys? I'm going to mark him down for the yellow card, which was ridiculous. Yes, actually good point, Billy. Yeah, I'm going with a nine as well, just for that reason. Uh, He he shouldn't
2: have got a yellow. I'm still, I'm going to give him a 10. That's fair. I I, I agree that that's annoying, but you know, he was just outrageous. Um, Just physically, you know, four tackles, nine out of 13 grounders, we've already mentioned. Mm. Um, And he got the penalty for us. He was a constant menace. And he's, and he's playing a lot more minutes than was originally sort of expected, and he's mm-hmm. still putting in that level of performance. You know, he's he's winning us games, really. He just is. Well, yeah, I mean, he changed the game against Sheffield United, didn't he? But maybe, listen,
0: maybe Zeddy just had a word in his ear and said, look, tr- just get yourself a yellow card, and then, you know, you come back fresh after the international break without any I'm, face I'm being facetious put. guys I know for a fact he wouldn't have said that but you have know. been a
2: massive plus in the West Ham game yeah and he's uh, also player of the month as well he is the seller player of the month so yes he is for a reason. um
0: a deservedly so absolutely uh right
2: Miggy um Alex uh 10 100 of 10 for the goal uh, and for the physical display, um, again, seven out of eight ground jewels is is ridiculous. And Eddie Howe obviously mentioned in his press conference, he wanted to go and have a look at the stats for, for you know, his physical stats because they were just absurd. Um, he was just everywhere. They they were, you know, I mean, I feel like you've got to give a lot of credit to Burnley um, because if that was two or three other teams in the Premier League with that press, we'd have scored an absolute bucket load more. Um, they were, had to be so careful. Um, yeah, 10 for Miggy. The goal was sensational. The work rate and the physicality was also sensational. It's just a wonderful player. Again, he's not going to be incredible against every opposition, but against this level of opposition, he is very, very handy to have in the team.
0: Yep. Billy?
1: Yeah, all of the above.
2: Yeah, I thought
0: he was yep. brilliant yesterday. Yep, 100%. I 100% agree, Alex. Uh, so, a 10 for Miggy. Right now, Isak. Uh, I'm going to give Isak a 7. Um, I, I he scored the penalty and con- converted it brilliantly, and I absolutely love Isak, and I think he's dynamite sometimes. But there's just something I don't know. I can't put my finger on it. I I, I don't know. Um, I, a lot of people are giving seven and eights in the chat, which is interesting. Um, Alex, you can hang your head, you can hang your head, but he it, it wasn't he it wasn't outstanding as as some of the other players yesterday. He just wasn't. Uh, so he gets a seven from me. Billy?
1: Yeah, I'll go with a seven. His touch just wasn't quite right yesterday, was it? Things were bouncing off him. First touch, mm-hmm. let him down uh, on occasions. And then the the, the, the glaring miss, which well, he, he couldn't get his foot round it. But it was, at the end of the day, he could have took a touch and knocked it in. Um, so for that, I'll give him a seven. But a fantastic penalty. Really good penalty.
2: Alex? i only give him an eight. Scored a great penalty. Worked really hard. Um, the, I think a lot of the issues were down to how hard he was working i think i think people underestimate burnley and how hard that front three had to work together in the press and mm. i feel like that was a lot of that was a lot of the reason down to why he was sort of stumbling at the final hurdle when it was necessary i think against other teams it, it will be better i think he'll improve in his fitness um and it, it's it's an eight from me i thought it was a good performance i feel like yeah. it's it's gonna happen like that when you're that hard to be fair and there's no trying- way that you can rate I mean, you've yep. done it, but I, I don't think there's any any way anybody can rate Dan Byrne higher than Isak in that game. Well,
0: uh, I disagree with that. I just can't that, believe but it. I have. Well, Isak um,
2: scored. But
0: yes, from a penalty, Alex. Um, Clark, he actually comes up with a good point saying we aren't playing Isak's strengths. But no, then again, I, I will always say all along that Isak is not a number nine. I, I don't, that's just my opinion. I think he's a left-sided forward. That's why he made his name at Sociedad. That's why he plays for Sweden. I, I just think that he's a left-sided forward. But because we have Anthony Gordon, just just superb at the minute, um, you know, he's it, it, playing where he is. And I just don't think... I don't think we played to his strength. I think Clark is perfectly right with that point.
1: Um, I, don't think I, we him, I don't think we bought him as a left sided forward, though. Absolutely not. I think we bought him well, as
0: a forward. I know, but that's why he played, though, isn't it? That's the mm-hmm. strange thing. For We bought him from Sociedad, and that's why he played. Um, but listen
2: I mean remember we might buy another striker soon because obviously we gave Callum Wilson a year extension however Callum Wilson is not going to be around forever so I would fully expect in the next two years we're going to put our hand in a pocket for a very big centre forward purchase Mm. um, to challenge Isak or even go in front of him so we'll see It, it, it will come it will change Listen, that's not to say that I don't think Isak is a wonderful footballer, because I do.
0: I think he's outstanding. And I think, you know, we, we've got an absolute incredible player. And, you know, it's it's just a case of all these players in different positions. And, and eventually, it's still very early in the season. You know, as the season goes on, he may well play a few games out on the left, score a few more goals as well. So I don't have a worry about Isak. It's just something's. The last few games, he's just... But Eddie then has said that he's had a bit of a knock on his knee, hasn't he? So maybe that's affecting him. And he's um, having to
1: play, isn't he? He's having to play. And he's having to play, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's a good point. So, yeah, okay. Uh, right, uh, the substitutes. We're not going to... Uh, we aren't... Abs- no way are we rating Joe Linton because he, he literally had <laughs> 20 seconds of football. I mean, um,
2: Tonali came on 68th minute.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Tonali, for me, I'm giving him an eight. I thought he was really good when he came on. Um, nothing nothing sort of incredible, but I thought Tonali did really well. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not going to mark Tonali down for anything. I thought he was a steady eight yesterday. Billy?
1: I'll give him a seven. I thought it was okay. Yeah, nothing great, nothing shit.
2: Seven. Mm-hmm. Alex? Um, I'm going to go with a seven, but I do agree with what you've said, Paul. That 12 out of 12 passes with a key pass he kept it really tidy made sure it wasn't sloppy uh-huh. however a little bit slow with his decision making getting the ball out of his feet in some of those attacking sequences uh-huh. but you know look look really good was careful he's getting his confidence up um yeah solid seven
0: yep uh sevens and eights in the chat as well so pretty much uh, everybody agreeing there uh who was the next one
2: Livermento and Murphy, Murphy both came on at uh, the 90th minute for Isak and yeah, Almiron.
0: Yeah, we're not involved them. It's pointless. They weren't on long enough. Um, Eddie Howe, guys? Well, we'll uh, come out Billy? With
1: yeah, we'll come out with the yeah. we come over with victory. We've played some really great stuff to watch. Yeah, we'll give him a 10. Why not?
0: Yeah, I mean, look, he was hamstrung with his substitutions at times. I think he... Uh, Certain players he wanted to keep, like Alex has said, Tenali, for instance, I I think he was keeping him for PSG. I don't think there was any intent to bring Tenali on. Uh, He wanted Joe Linton to get a few more minutes under his belt um, in possible preparation for starting against PSG. That's obviously not going to happen now. But uh, I thought he did very well. Again, uh, good tactics. Uh, We we controlled literally 90% 90 of that game yesterday. We were very comfortable. So 10 for me as well. Alex?
2: Yeah, I'm going to give him a ten. I feel like we need to. It, it can't be underst understated enough. You know the the difference to Nick Pope specifically with his confidence, mm-hmm. the change there. You know a lot of managers can lose dressing rooms and stuff like that, and we we've had issues, or um, well, periods of, of of bad form or, or maybe not winning, um, and the media tries to get on your back, and other managers struggle with things like that. But Eddie Howe. Is, is able to change that. The, the lads have got full, full faith and trust in him, which is great to see. Um, a 10 as well. I think massively due to Jamal Sells coming in um, and looking decent because I I didn't enjoy watching Jamal Sells play two years ago, as people well know. Um, but he looks reliable. You know, we don't need him to be insane. We just need him to be, Reliable to a point, you need him to do his job, and and he's done that the last several times we've seen him. It, that's fine, you know. He, um, yeah. For so for the for the slight changes, things like share going left-sided centre half, Lascelles. Um, you know, for Anderson, obviously not going out on loan last season. I'm not now so sure why he took Anderson team. off. That's the only sort of
0: question I've got. Yeah, there is may there may story. be
2: reasons for that. There may be reasons for that. Yeah, yeah, Um, absolutely. It might have been physio advised. It might have been based on his workload in training, how he was feeling. You know, if possible, give him 70 minutes. If possible, give him this amount. You never know what's been advised. Um, But yeah, 10. I I think considering the slight shifts, Mm. you know, they they were more than slight shifts especially when we brought LaSalle's into the squad. and no I mean, he could
1: have he, he done that against Brighton, but he didn't. He's learned from his mistakes. Yep. Exactly. Yep.
2: Exactly. Uh,
0: but what we will do is we'll give some extra marks. We'll give a 10 to Crystal Palace, a 10 to Luton Town, and a 10 to Wolfham Wanderers yesterday as well. Uh, well done, those three teams, uh, especially Luton Town, because that is just hilarious. Um, so, yeah. Uh, right, that is it for tonight, guys. Thank you so much uh, for watching. Almost a thousand watching tonight, which is brilliant for a Sunday night. Thank you very much. Uh, if you have enjoyed this uh, show, as usual, give it the thumbs up, guys. So important to the channel, we keep those coming in. So, before you depart, just hit the thumbs up button, guys. It really does help the channel. And, of course, if you're new and like what you see, please do subscribe. Free to do so. You've seen what a wonderful community that we have on the Toon Review. It's free to do so. Subscribe and then hit that notification bell, which will let you know uh, when we schedule our live shows or we upload any videos. Uh, also, as usual, uh, you can, um, Join and as a member for the channel, just hit the join button just underneath the three of us. Uh, keep voting in the Football Content Award Finals. That is pinned at the top of the description. Just scroll down to Best Podcast, drop down box for the Premier League and vote for the Toon Review. Keep going, guys. Keep voting and voting and voting. Uh, it really means a lot. And of course, uh, the ToonReview.co.uk uh, website now up and running again. Go and get your uh, merch, March, or however you'd like to say it. T-shirts, mugs, hoodies, everything. Caps are coming soon as well, I do believe. So
2: uh, lots lots more to come as well. Uh, but thank you very much. Yes, Alex? I do have one rating for a Burnley player as well. Okay. I think that Wilson o- o- Odebert, o- Odebert, that young lad who came on, I feel like it's worth just, you know, Keep an eye on him for the season. I really yeah. liked him. I thought he was really good. He's only 18 years old. Mm-hmm. And a couple of counterattacks when he came on were outrageous. You know, Trippy went flying in, missed the tackle. Um, and he, he was gone. And Lascelles had to track back really carefully. Like He was a good threat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd keep an eye on him for the season. It could be really interesting.
0: I like coffee. Uh, Daisy merch, I believe Susan will be working on. There will be some sort of Daisy merch coming. The be. is the channel mascot, Uh, so don't worry about that. Uh, But thank you to the mod squad. Thank you to Billy and Alex. Um, Keep an eye on the channel. Uh, Not sure what is happening tomorrow night. We may have a night off uh, before we uh, go again uh, with the preview for the PSG game. The watch along the. Uh, review, the the, the the face the fans, then we go back into a weekend of football again. So uh, we're going to be very, very busy. So we may have a night off tomorrow night, but there might be a recorded video uh, with any daily news to bring you. So thank you very much for watching. Thank you for your memberships and Super Chats. And we will see you again very soon. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday evening, folks. Good night. How are the lads and lasses? and